0: And I
1: love. Well,
0: we're just getting to recording. Karen Stoltz, the awesome life success coach, Janet <laughs> <at> Uribe. <your>
1: <laughs> well, we were we were live on Facebook, so we were, we're live on one. We're still we're we're still working around, but getting the Zoom uh, audio and video going at the same Absolutely. time.
0: so cool. Absolutely. But Karen cool. asked, "How are you?" And I said, "Today, I'm good." <laughs> <laughs> You oh. has seen me at some of my highs and my lows and many places in between.
1: Well, that's why we're friends because that's what friends are. We see yeah. each other at highs and lows and everywhere. Oh, and absolutely. We, and we still appreciate all of the, the goodness that we all have to offer, even at our lowest, lowest, lowest. Oh,
0: absolutely. I will say this to some of you out there. Sometimes we feel like we have to shut down the low ignore the low, not allow the low to come forward. And let me just tell you something. Every single human being that saw me at the local shell station, the local grocery store, (laughs) school events, and everything else in between saw my low this week. (laughs) And I didn't care because there's something sacred that was being built and rising to the surface so that it could be purged so that I could get To the other side of my low, but not just to the other side of it of like, that's it, better thinking thought, the other side of more empowered thought, the other side of I am enough, the other side of I am doing my best, the other side of I do show up to the best of my ability and do it more so with grace, because before I would do it with self-punishment and self-battery. And there's still elements of it.
1: Well, there are, there are, because it's a learning game you know uh, we we have created a habit of self-deprecation
0: oh my gosh yes
1: and and to be able to just say okay i am i am low deal with it myself deal with it look at it mm-hmm. and when we're ready to look at it which we all need to be as you were saying allowing it to come up and be purged um When we're ready for it, it does allow us to learn. And as long as we're learning, as long as we're growing, we're doing pretty darn good no matter where we go. It's an opportunity to grow more. I always look at those low points of, okay, what's going to come next? Shift it around. Allow it it to be there. Feel it appreciate it for what it is. And what it is is as you said an opportunity to let go and to grow and and be more of why we're here on this earth in the first place. To be whole.
0: Yes. Whole whole. And then the circumstances of wholeness, guys. Oh my gosh. So Karen had a, an, an appointment right before this. And <laughs> I've really been practicing what it means to just honor things as they are everything in its own perfect measure and time and whatever it is, because I'm not in charge of driving the school bus like I used to try for so long, (laughs) making sure everyone's getting the right drop off at the exact time, the right address, and make sure I don't drop off the wrong kid here. So (laughs) right, we do shit to ourselves. That is crazy. Don't we still do? (laughs) Don't
1: we though? Golly
0: i sure I, I still brought do
1: myself here a little bit. So if you saw a sudden drop, it was all, all intended. It wasn't a sudden drop into darkness. No, <laughs> not.
0: <laughs> not darkness. Well, girl, you had an appointment yeah. and I could feel on your energy that you're like, oh, I hope I make it back in time. And I was just like, if she makes it back in time, she makes it back in time. Well, it was perfect because I usually like to, I usually like to have a little moment right before we hop on but I had a perfect moment with a client that was really about honoring. is a client that has a theme of honoring in their life. And the idea of you honored your appointment, you honored what you needed to do. You honored, you honored, you honored. And at the same time, by that same token, miraculously, it honored this other's comfort for me to take this quick little mini coaching session with my client with no pressure.
1: Oh, that's so great.
0: Yeah. But the idea is sometimes guys will make excuses, right? Have you ever made an
1: excuse? Uh, never, never, <laughs> never, never made an excuse in my entire life. I was the absolute queen. I learned at my mother's footsteps that oh, good you know, how how to to look for an alternative reason for things.
0: <laughs> yes,
1: absolutely, um, yeah, yeah. Just- but I've I've
0: excused myself from events. Uh huh over commitments, many things, and just gave an excuse of, you know, instead of just saying, hey lady, I'm tired, or yeah, right, or like speaking something that had to happen or something that had more priority in my heart or mind of that moment that had to supersede or come before a certain thing, an item, uh, I wouldn't honor it before. I'd, I'd try to accommodate and hold space for everyone, but me,
1: we can't.
0: No, I've yeah. did it for a long time, friends.
1: Yeah, uh, women in general do that to themselves because yeah. that's the way we're brought up. We need to be there for everybody else. And society says you must be good, you must be kind, you must be considerate of everybody else without recognizing that until we're kind and considerate to ourselves, we are not being authentic.
0: Yeah. 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 Uh,
1: and those excuses and my my thing like I was that's why I love Janet, because I know that if I write to her and say, dang, I may or may not make it. I'm going to make every effort to do so. But if I'm a few minutes late, please understand. And she's sure. No problem. All good. And she can do the same thing with me. Sure. Yeah. No problem. All good because it's all in divine timing. And I got here right at the right time. You didn't see us right at the right time at uh, 1230 Eastern, 1130 Central, because um, turning on the recording and and the cameras was a little bit going on, but it all was in divine time. And what I have discovered, and I know you you me to understand janet is that all things are for a reason and if we are meant to meet and do this show and to make an impact and make a greater impact on the people that we're supposed to make an impact on it'll happen it'll be a right perfect timing it allowed you the relaxation to take care of your client without stress. And it allowed me to say, okay, I've done the best I can. And Janet's good. So let's just have some fun. The other thing that did take me a little bit of time Janet is is my party earrings. I had to take off my work earrings and put on my party <laughs> earrings because I was going to be hanging out with you today.
0: <laughs> That's so funny. I told my client cuz she's like we were meeting quickly and I had similar things. I was like, "Hold up. I've got to put on a certain level of makeup to compensate and make up for the amount of emotional turmoil that I'm in right now." <laughs> She's
1: like, that's very real. <laughs> that's very real. That's yeah, very let me just tell I, you didn't, no, I didn't I'm put just on saying. the makeup. I just did the earrings, but <laughs> 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 so I don't know. Do you want to share more about your your oh, turmoil that gosh, friend. Well, I mean,
0: those of you who are in this more spiritually driven life know that there's a lot of terms and concepts. And one of my favorite ones is mirroring and how everything is a projection of yourself for you. So I've been having extremes of mirroring. I've been having amazing treatment, amazing connection, bonding, depth, beautiful people who show up for me, uh, support words of wisdom and affirmation from my external reality. And by the way, <laughs> I have had its exact opposite in the last week as well. One does not exist without the other. So, when the opposite came in, though, I found myself in an old pattern of, oh shit, I'm being attacked or I'm being called out. Mm-hmm. I'm cool with being called out because I do like to sit on my shit, reflect on it, grow from it, see what I can take from it.
1: Mm-hmm. But
0: also, while that was happening, because I, I am an intuitive, I could remove myself from it at moments, not completely to say more about what is this about? What is this about? What is this about? And realizing one, I'm seeing that I was being called out for not honoring my word or for not, um, what was another one? Maybe not showing up with structure and, and predictability. And I started saying, okay, even though I do my absolute best in this arena with those topics, which was mostly related to parenting. Um, I also said, okay, Janet, where else is it that you're not honoring or showing yourself worth? Because these words are being projected to you and you know it's how you feel about yourself right now. And truthfully, as a mother, guys, I do feel that I do my best and it does become my priority. And I do show up to the best of my ability. Most of us do, right? in most things. But so the fact that my parenting was being called out was the most painful, but I needed to feel that degree of pain. So I could look at, look at it in this surface level way of, okay, it's not really about the parenting. What is this really? But my projection, the treatment on that side was Janet, this is how you feel about your other business that you want to launch. This is what you say to yourself. This is truly what the set, the sentiments are. You have all of these things going on and you have this one other business that you're just so close to pressing the button on, but you're not showing up for it. You're not a structure. You're not a structured. There's not as much predictability. You're not honoring your word. So I immediately took that information and had to sit on it. However, the information was coming from someone that That it's painful for it to come from. So the very first human instinct is to pull out my finger and be like, no, you're the problem. (laughs) No, I don't care what you tell me. No, that's not right. You're the problem. You're the problem. However, friends, I'm sorry to tell you this. It's not usually them. (laughs) They are sometimes it can't be.
1: That well, even if it's not a mirror per se, Mm -hmm. it is a trigger. There we go. It is the trigger the tr- that mm-hmm. sets you off to, and to have the, the, um, oh, oh, what is, the empowerment, I guess is the word, the empowerment to be able to say, Oh, I see this. This is the trigger. Yeah. This is the trigger again. Okay. Now Am I strong enough at this moment to look at what is really going on?
0: Yeah. And this was a new one, by the way, for me, new words, new trigger. Yeah. So because it wasn't a pattern, I had to sit with it a little bit longer than usual. Yeah. Probably three or four days. That's why I told you, well, I'm good today. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, but if you would have seen me in the corner breaking down, having a heart attack, not understanding, trying to understand how I'm going to get to resolution. Blah, 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 and the moment I could honor, okay, Janet, you know that this is just part of your, this is part of how you are. It explodes in your mind first, you make a whole universe out of it. And then you kind of step out of it and realize, oh yeah, just a couple of droplets of signs <laughs> of things that haven't been resolved for you.
1: That- and you know what? That is okay. As long as we honor the fact that we are onions. Yes. We're smelly onions. Yeah. Cool. I don't great to smell things when you add it to wonderful things. Yeah. You can add it to food and it, it just makes the food even better. Our world yeah. even better, but we are onions and, and each layer is a different essence. Yeah. And, and we'd need to peel away those layers. And if you're in the um, spiritual realm and of uh, uh, yoga, it, it might be a lotus flower, same idea, but it, it's peeling it away. Yeah,
0: and I think that's the, the thing is yesterday, last night, this morning sometime, I finally thought of the onion that we've talked about, right? Yeah. And I was able to look at it. Okay, cool. This layer just coming away because it's going to reveal something incredibly empowering, incredibly perfect, like a time capsule that I created for myself to open at the right time. And because Karen, you and I are saying yes to this platform yeah. and saying yes to more clients or saying yes to the next path and me saying yes to discovering more about my wholeness Mm-hmm. and it is only natural that the universe would send in as a little gift prize something new to unveil even though the discomfort of it sucked at the moment
1: yeah and golly in all honesty i've been there myself on i i felt like a miserable parent and in actuality i was a miserable parent and i do I feel blessed that my kids still talk to me. I really, truly feel blessed um, because I understand why these things occurred. And it was because I didn't know. I didn't know how to be a parent. And I knew that everything is from inside. So, and I didn't, and I'm dating myself, but the Dr. Spock books were what the average person would read to learn how to be a parent. And I simply didn't agree because I knew when my kids were born, I knew even before they were born, they were going to be individuals. And there was no way, Jose, that I was going to focus on the standard, this, 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 and this, and this. It will be, as circumstances arise, we will address it until that time. We're not going to really put a lot of effort in addressing it, just relish in the the organic beauty of it all. But I do remember with my, my son, the first time he was going to be going to see my parents with all of his cousins there and they were just old and not he was the youngest at the time and he he was learning how to walk and as we know all babies learn how to walk and they they take a step and they fall down and they take a step and they fall down and I knew that he would be run over crushed stampeded by his cousins if he could not walk so my husband and I had marathon evenings of teaching our son how to walk so that he could enjoy his time with his cousins instead of being crushed and crying all the time.
0: It worked. It be a beautiful metaphor though, because I think that's what you and I do in our line of work, is we go through our own muckiness, learn to create flowers out of it for ourselves mm-hmm. to not just focus on the negative, and then we're teaching ourselves and those who are just five seconds behind us sometimes. That's all it takes, guys, for you to be a mentor. Just yeah. be five steps ahead of someone else. And suddenly realize we're all just learning how to walk.
1: Exactly. exactly.
0: And, we, and the whole purpose of this spiritual journey, the part that really gets me excited are the little miracles that I see along the way, but also the fact that the more I work I do here, The less trampling and stampeding and stomping happens because it doesn't need to. Exactly. It doesn't need to be that way.
1: Exactly. Um, It was interesting. I was reading um, a book on the metaphysical anatomy, actually, by what? I love it. Yvette Rose.
0: Yvette Rose, are you still
1: out there? mega high five to you. Yeah, for sure. For sure. It is very interesting to say the least. Uh, And, and I don't take everything at face value and say, ah, yes, they are. They are everything. It explains the world to me. It's, that is really interesting. Now, let me see how I can integrate it into my life and see how it actually works. And i but interesting things show up when you need it right they always show up when you really oh, need it and i was reading this section on um does trauma uh, is trauma karma or does karma mean that you always have trauma and mm. and We all have trauma. We all have that kind of trauma. Um, Some worse than others. I shouldn't say that kind. We all have trauma. Big T and little t traumas. And that's what Janet and I do is help people recognize what that might be and help to clear it. A lot of it, once we bring it to our attention, it's easily cleared. Sometimes it takes more than a little bit of clearing and that's That's the work that we do. Uh, But what I found interesting is recently I have, and I didn't finish the chapter before we met today. I I will have to do that for our next time. But what I found was there's a question that she was asking. um, Why do some people have... relatively easy time and other people don't I mean uh, as she pointed out was we all have walked down a dark street at night at some point in our lives we all have um, experienced you know self-doubt We have done things that perhaps were not the safest thing in the world, Um, and yet we're okay, and other people are not. And it it just started bringing together these, these things for me that I don't think there is karma. I think that there is, and I don't, what is your definition of karma? Um, Janet, do you have a definition? Uh,
0: I do. It's not necessarily what I would say most people consider karma. Yeah. So first I'll, I'll go there. Right. I think that most people call karma. And if I had to look it up, I'm actually, if I had to look it up, what would we find? Um, I feel like most, at least in our culture, because I don't want to speak for other cultures at all.
1: Right, right.
0: Um, in our culture, a lot of people, I think, view it in a Hollywood-like way, an eye for an eye. Uh. Oh, now the the, le- the playing field is leveled now. Okay, okay. I feel that when in my generation, in my upbringing, in the southern area of the United States... That is mostly how I have heard karma used. Okay. However, I think that when it comes to my own definition, it involves a lot more cause and effect and a constant learning process Mm. for the soul. So I don't believe that karma necessarily goes away per se because I think that we're here to become an ever evolving being. So in order to become the ever evolving, I am certain because I feel it in my heart and see it and know it. I've had every walk of life. I have been every walk of life. I've been the saint and I've been the murderer come at me. Which one do you want to crucify? (laughs) And so the thing is, as it relates to karma, I have to wonder you know, as people, we, we tend to polarize things and we want things to be based in good deeds and we want things to be on good intent and we want things to be a certain thing. But guess what? Friends and family, not everybody is thinking that way.
1: Well, not only that, but it's a universal law of polarity. You can't have one without the other, the yeah. two sides of the same coin. How yeah. many times has, has it been tried to be shoved down our our throats almost that we cannot always be what a lot of people call saintly yeah
0: and then i think if and karma's sanskrit right
1: i think it is yeah so
0: you know that and if i remember and for that for sanskrit it would be more about like the deed the work the action the object or your your intention mm,
1: the intention the intention yeah. Yeah, and you know I can see that, and that that's where the semantics come in. You know, um, people will say, "Well, it's karma," and the way I always put it was, "Well, it's meant to be." Oh, well, it's meant to be, or, yay! And we talked about it last week too. How my husband and I met, and that was absolutely a meant to be. There's no doubt.
0: Yeah. And by the way, we do those contracts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We do those exactly. And there's contracts and there's constructs as well. Um, construct contract would be, you know, you're going to pull in your vibrational match. It is written. You are writing this at night. When you go to sleep, you're writing it in your higher self version before it is manifested here on earth. It is all for your evolution. You're learning your growth. And there's constructs. And the constructs come in where you apply your belief system to it and how you integrate that belief system into every act that you will participate in with that spouse. Typically based on belief system. And then let me mind, fuck y'all just a little bit more. (laughs) We'll find ourselves in arguments. (laughs) Sorry. I know I'm so, I'm not, by the way,
1: I love it. I love it. Not
0: G-rated YouTube. Sorry. (laughs) Yeah,
1: yeah, exactly. But the idea being
0: that we'll have a, a tendency to live in that polarized state of good versus bad, right versus wrong. And the truth is at the end of the day, we're all human. And whether you make any benevolent or malevolent choice, good or wrong intention, with any act you're about to participate in or do participate in, it stems from a place of wanting to feel better.
1: It does, doesn't it?
0: Yeah. 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 so we do want to feel better ultimately. And you know, what I just said applies to criminals and it applies to nuns. (laughs) It applies with every choice and act. Yeah verbalized disagreement with an ex-partner doesn't matter everyone's just trying to feel better so that's where truths and perspectives come in right
1: exactly because
0: everyone has their own truth and version and the only truth we can walk in is something in the middle if we choose to or we can continue to live polarized one or the other
1: and each and every one of us have a different truth absolutely and what I, I only work with people that want to be open, that are willing to be open to a different perspective, because I totally know it isn't even a a thinking. It's a knowing that when we change our truth, we change our, uh, when we change our perspective, we change our truth and, and life can be totally changed with that. And getting back to what you were talking about earlier, Janet was allowing ourselves to look at the big picture of what is going on and seeing that we might need to change in order to really, truly feel better. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah, because there's a tendency, it, and I know that as humans, we, we do this, right? When it's that time of the month, we might want to feel better. We might shove some chocolate in real quick. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we might even shovel it in. Get in my mouth. That's what I say <laughs> in, my, in my house. Get in my mouth um, when I want to feel better. Or, you know, there are partners that will take a jab at the other because they just want to feel better about something. Yeah. There are... You know, but then what's when we do these things to extreme that we find ourselves in abuse or self-abuse. So the idea being, you know, there are times when we're going to want to do something to feel better and you have the right to do that because you're human and we're whole, but honoring your wholeness would be exactly what you just said, Karen, is kind of getting to the idea of how can I change it collectively within self. How can I really dig in there to see what the root of this is or when did it start? Like for me, a big thing is you see how intuitive I've been becoming since you first met me it keeps growing, but let me tell you what, I was completely disassociated, suicidal and depressed for many years before that and wanted out of here before I was a mom. So yeah. Mm -hmm. So the idea being I had to even make the decision that it would be safe to feel again. And over time, I've been feeling more and more and more. And then last week or two weeks ago, two weeks ago, I had started seeing this medical intuitive who's really cool. If anyone wants to, oh my God.
1: And I'm seeing her tomorrow. I can't wait. Are you? Oh my God.
0: I realized through
1: working with her, I had
0: numbed hunger pain because I was hungry for a couple of years, several, several years ago, 20 plus years ago. I had numbed it and I had my first hunger pain two weeks ago. And I thought, what is that? Whoa, that's a new feeling. Are you telling me something body? And I was thinking I'm getting an intuitive message. What is this? And then basically it was like, oh, I am the voice of God. This is your body telling you it's time to eat.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's too funny. Yeah. yeah. Well, indeed. It, it It's funny that you bring that up too. talk about. Karma. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I, I'm on this this uh weight loss program. Um and, and I basically they're psych tricks, they're mindset tricks. Okay. And and as a mindset mentor, I love learning what new psych tricks there might be.
0: Absolutely. Uh
1: so. It's fascinating for me as I'm going through this. And basically what they they brought up was, listen to your body. That's all you have to do, (laughs) listen to your friggin' body. And if you're hungry, eat. And -hmm. if you're not hungry, don't, very simple. Yep. It's very simple. It isn't always easy but it's very simple. So as I was coming home and I I did so well this morning, Janet, it was so funny. I had my pineapple chunks and my grapes for breakfast and coffee without cream. I usually have more uh, cream with my coffee or coffee with my cream and I I had reduced it. So now it was coffee with cream as opposed to uh, the other way around. And cream with coffee. And I I, I was pleased with the way things were going. Um, And I felt really good and energized with the pineapple and the grapes. It was really wonderful. And when I was driving home, I said, my gosh, I'm starved. That is not enough. And having more fruit for lunch was just not going to make it. It just was simply not going to make it. So I had some granola, which in most realms is a very healthy choice, but not in my program. My program is, you know, if you have, if you have a bowl of granola with almond milk, um, just watch the rest of the calories throughout the day in a big way, because it's, These are not the calories to put in your body, but oh, it tasted so good. And I kept within my calorie intake and why beat myself up about it? It was at the lower end of calories that I'm supposed to take into my body, but listen to your body. And my body didn't say, go out and get that Twinkie or that um, um puff pastry, which would have been my go-to's. It was, hey, granola sounds pretty good. At least that's a little more healthy for your body in the long run. And it will satisfy that hunger so I can get through to dinner without any angst. Mm-hmm. And so... Yeah, listen to your body. Oh, absolutely. Always, always. Always. And start to take
0: note about what it's telling you. Mm -hmm. Because the thing is, you know, in events that led up to my chaos of the last week, I had my body telling me things like, don't do that. Uh, This doesn't feel good. Uh, Don't do it. And then right after I did it, if it was supposed to have been done, I would have felt much better. I felt even worse. But I'd made actions and committed to them from a place of wanting to feel better. But at the end of the day, there's no judgment on it. And I want to explain why. Mm-hmm. It's whole. Yeah. It is complete. The yeah. actions that I participate in resulted in me getting messages in the physical reality that served greater purpose for me to get to the root source of the pain of the incidences. And my root source of my pain was I really just wanted my parents to co-parent and I wanted a dad around. That's it. Very simple. Right. And that's not even the reality. My kids are living right now. They have a dad down the street and we're (laughs) co-parenting.
1: It it was a desire that you never had. So you, you made the choice to change that for your own kids.
0: Yeah, exactly. But then the little girl version of it was still, in tr- still suffering present day. Yeah. Energy, no space and time. Every little thought that that little girl had still exists until it's rewritten.
1: And, and or, that's the thing to, to be able to hold on to that little girl and say, all right, this happened. We can't change the past, Yeah, but we can rewrite our future and Hey, little me, little me, I love you. Mm-hmm. And you didn't know. How could you know? No. And this then what you were taught. The,
0: and then the mere experience of it was so beneficial to me in many ways. In
1: many ways.
0: Yes. In so many ways. But the idea is I can live out that benefit today and breathe it and walk it but not recognize that there was a little bit of pain that lingered that the universe is like, by the way, we're in a monumental shift. We're all moving up to other realities now. It's time to evolve as human beings. There's just this little piece (laughs) that's ready to be looked at because you didn't look at it back then. Yep. And so no judgment. No. No No. judgment. Although there was a few moments of (laughs) self-abuse.
1: if you can do that self-abuse without the judgment involved just you know recognize it for what it is I need to beat myself up at the moment but that will pass yeah and I'm not I'm not hurting others with this but guess what yeah when you're beating yourself up you're also hurting the people around you
0: absolutely absolutely you are and, so anyway, um, it, was, it was a beautiful opportunity, friends, and just an honoring and honoring and all of it. And by the way, in the actions that I did, it honored and exposed many other things that need to be taken care of collectively as a family, individually, as a mother, as a partner, as a everything, as a, just a person. So it was a lot of wholeness in the events, a lot. I, another person texted me earlier today, nervous about a choice that they made, and there is not really A wrong choice. There's karma. There's cause and effect, and there's always something to learn in the effect. And I'm not meaning just negative effect, it could be positive too. But it is karma that is there for us to learn from, from our deeds and our actions. And the question is are you willing to learn from it? Or is it more comfortable and safer to stay in your protective self? That would rather point fingers to the external, and if that's where you are, that's cool too. But there is a way. There is there are ways to get help to see your way through it.
1: Absolutely,
0: there really are.
1: Absolutely, higher higher parents so difficult. Yeah, either parents helped
0: me guys with some heart stuff I had going on.
1: Well, both
0: a long some time ago. It was fantastic. Great, but. We,
1: do it we do it together and yes there are things that come up and yes they they do take looking at they Mm -hmm. do take acknowledging which is not always an easy thing to do however once it's done once it is brought to the surface into your conscious mind and uh, looked at without the judgment but just as something and deciding, is it okay to let this go? And either way is fine, but a lot of people are not ready to let it go yet. They want to beat themselves up some more. They're holding that that anger towards someone else, thinking that it's going to hurt somebody else. Well, no, that forgiveness is for yourself. It is not for somebody else. And
0: by the way, speaking on that, holding on to it, Event Rose talks about this in her book as well, in the metaphysical anatomy, but even Tony J. Salimi, John Demartini, mm-hmm. if you are still holding on to something and you feel the discomfort of it and you would let, you know you don't want to hold on to it anymore, but you do, you just find yourself in that pattern that you're still just stuck in it. There is a benefit to you holding on to it.
1: Yeah.
0: Help yourself unveil the benefit. Help yourself discover, how does this keep me safe? How does this prove my current reality to me? What is it about that me needing to hold on to this that is a benefit to me? Because I promise you, there is something.
1: There is always a benefit to anything that we do, good or bad, whatever it is. Yeah. There is a benefit to us for doing it. And a lot of people will say, no, there's absolutely no benefit to me for whatever but guess what there is always a benefit and quite often what that benefit is is safety mm-hmm. and that is something that is part of our basic needs food warmth safety we shelter safety it's basically the safety and if you don't know what the future is it gets darn scary doesn't it (laughs) it just gets so scary sometimes so Mm -hmm. recognizing that by shifting the mindset around that recognizing that it is maybe safety Maybe something else has to be put into place before you can move forward. And knowing what that step is, is very helpful. Sometimes we don't know what that step is, which is also keeping us safe because we don't know and we're not, anyway, (laughs) it all comes back to safety. So if we're not changing, it's because of the fear of not knowing and moving forward we don't know what the future will bring when janet left her husband she didn't know what was going to happen for sure she knew that she could take care of her kids to a point she also had this amazing connection with spirit and guides and guardians and crew with that helped guide everything she needed for her own safety and i have two
0: mm-hmm. and
1: i have two i i didn't recognize it at the time but indeed we're always we always have our crew around us that are keeping us safe or helping us move forward as quickly as we are ready to move forward ourselves
0: Oh my goodness, friend, those words right there, as quickly as you are ready, there do exist such things as quantum leaps. You can hire people, pay a lot of money to do the big leap and get the support that you need to do it. But if you're not on the fast track and you're good with doing it at your own pace and and so on and so forth, and you're honoring what you really, how you really are really, because Karen and I like things faster. (laughs) Uh Uh-huh. But if, it's <laughs> not, yeah, if you're not like a race car speed type of person, then do it at your pace. But I'll quote Tammy Demirza, who is my mentor. You'll know what you need to know when you need to know it. Trust in the process.
1: And it is trusting the process, finding the mentor that you relate with. Yes. That that works so for who you are, your authentic self that have the same values, the same um, intelligence, Mm -hmm. uh, same character. And then you can be authentic. I actually had a post on my uh, Facebook page when you have uh, your reputation and your character working together, all aligned, you—that that is authenticity. And when you are being authentic, it is very, it, it doesn't get much better than that, as long as you're being authentic. Some there's, people don't like that, but.
0: There's a... Um... Oh my gosh, there's a code. I have a client who used to be who in past life samurai. And if you met this person, you'd be like, yeah, that's a past life samurai. They just, they are quick. With, they're just quick with their tongue instead of just a sword this lifetime. But anyway, I found something for this person and I just bought it. And it was the Bushido. Are you familiar with this? I
1: don't know that.
0: It was the seven virtues of the Japanese samurai. Yeah. I'll have to share it with you, but one of them that I loved, it, it, you know, how are we honoring ourselves? And I'm going to read this to you. It says, warriors have only one judge of honor and character, and this is themselves. Decisions they make and how these decisions are carried out is a reflection of who they truly are. You cannot hide from yourself. So I found all of these very fascinating because they were very simple Ways to just live that honor your authenticity so that you're not stressed out. You're not wondering, can I get this done? Can I get that done? Like you're just honoring who you are. And when you walk in the steps in what you say you will do, it's the same thing. It's it's kind of like nothing will ever stop you from performing an action. You you basically speaking and doing are the same action.
1: And when we do, as I did for many years beat myself up because at the end of the day, last week we talked about lists, making lists and how beneficial it is and make having it be a game. And I sat there, and you know this, Janet. I, I kept coming to you saying, but why? I'm doing this, this stuff. Yeah. But it's not happening. What's ha- what what is going on? And it it really is. Because I've not really addressed those things. There was that one little piece that needed to be cleared. It's important to bring it up and clear it. If you're ready to clear it, just get rid of it. We do not need to make it as hard, but honor thyself and recognize that don't beat yourself up, but honor ourselves and recognize that we are the only people that can control us yeah that's it no one else has the power to control unless you give it to them
0: exactly exactly
1: and yeah I've given my power away to others and said yeah I see it I absolutely see it there's no question now With that knowledge, I can accept it and honor it, or I can beat myself up for allowing myself to be controlled. That's a waste of time, guys. That's a total waste of time to beat yourself up. It is time and energy. It makes no sense, but to honor what you've learned from that. And as long as you're learning, you're growing. And as long as you're growing, you're changing. And as long as you're changing, the life in your world becomes better. Mm-hmm. that That's the word according to Karen. <laughs> <laughs>
0: well, girl, I liked it. I liked that. It was very channeled energy right there. And why would we come to this ever evolving place, you know, if things were supposed to be the same, if things were supposed to be never changing and stay, you know, our world would look very different.
1: (laughs) Well, you know, too, if we, if everybody was alike, it would be such a boring world.
0: Oh, that too. Absolutely.
1: There was a a wonderful um, show, uh, TV show, I think it was on Netflix called the good place did you ever see the good place i watched
0: one episode maybe two there's like a he- they go to heaven right
1: Something well like it, it it it's a convoluted thing yeah so basically <laughs> the premise is that uh these people all all die they they go to what they the good place they don't say heaven they just say this is the good, the good place. place and then the other one is the bad place and ted Danson is in charge of the good place and anything they want is theirs. But they all know that they're not supposed to be in the good place. (laughs) They were not great people on this (laughs) earth. They they were very selfish and horrible people, but now they're in the good place. They're not gonna go to the bad place. And and it's this whole long thing, bottom line of all of this is, I think the third or fourth season, the last season anyway they finally get to the real good place. And the real good place is filled with amazing people, wonderful artists, philosophers, um, saints, all wonderful. And they hate it. They want to get out of the good place because it's boring as heck. <laughs> so it doesn't matter how, how good or, or bad or anything is, too much of a good thing is not good either. You end up in the bad place. <laughs> with too much of the good thing. I want to have ice cream for the rest of my life.
0: Uh, Yes, please.
1: Every every meal and not gain weight. And I love it, love it, love it. Well, even ice cream gets old after a while. I remember going to Europe for the first, uh, to England for the first time. And I thought, yes, I'm going to England, meat and potatoes don't need any of that horrible green stuff that those salads those vegetables forget that i am in heaven nothing but meat and potatoes i am absolutely in heaven after a week i thought my god give me some give me some vegetables i don't i and we went to this wonderful little restaurant i said could i please have a salad and they brought like a sprig of of lettuce and and one cherry tomato and my body just said yes please sir may I have some more no I'm sorry that's all that we have out in the garden that's it I can bring you in some grass if you'd like well all right well too much of a good thing is gets old it just gets old
0: we're not meant to eat that way I've tried (laughs) when I first moved out of my home, I did something similar. I lived off of orange juice and Oreos. I thought this is, this is it. This is what life, no one to tell me to cook food for my family and siblings. And I get to eat what I want. Perfect. I think it took about two months or three months before I landed in the infirmary with anemia.
1: Oh, (laughs) gee.
0: Yeah. You know,
1: I like to try stuff out in extremes. Well, yeah. Yeah. Nothing wrong with that. No judgment here. As long as we learn from whatever it is, you know, it is a personality and, and I'm a firm believer in everything in moderation. Mm-hmm. A- anything is, is a go in moderation. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Well, Janet, I, I can't believe that we have hung out here again for another hour and it is so wonderful to to be with you and to share with you our wonderful listeners please be sure to uh comment on the facebook group come like and subscribe in our um, youtube channel the everyday wholeness show and also on download us on uh, the podcast the everyday wholeness show Thank you again for being here and let us know. Uh, Feel free to put down some questions, some topics you'd like us to talk about. We're here for you guys. So thank you. Until next week. Bye, friends. Bye-bye.